0: we That's <laughs> Hello and welcome to Richmond Kickers Weekly. My name is Daryl Grove and I'm joined by a man who did not fly all the way out to Tucson. His name is Taylor Rockwell. Hello.
1: Hello. I did not. I thought about it, but I really didn't think about it because no, that was never going to happen.
0: If you had done that, uh-huh. you wouldn't have seen any goals. I would not have because it finished Tucson FC Mm-mm. Tucson nil. Richmond Kickers nil. Yes. On the upside, this breaks the Kickers' three-match losing streak. Right, this is a 2 0 draw away to Tucson. It's not what we really, really wanted for Christmas, mm-hmm. but it,
1: for summer Christmas. But it's it's at least not a defeat. So the losing streak is snapped. Here is my answer to that: is that I. I'm not sure it was a three-game losing streak. I think it might have been more, but that is indicative of the the kind of current state of things. But it is. Yes, the
0: last team we beat was FC Tucson, two uh-huh. 0 at home. There we go. Yeah, then um, I lost to Greenville Triumph. I lost to North Texas. Sorry, I lost to Orlando City away. I lost to North Texas at home, and then this draw with FC Tucson and US Open Cup. Oh, US Open. Yeah, league. you forget these things. I'm looking at the League One uh, table. <laughs> and, you know, they've got the nice... Yeah. Actually, I like the form chart with yeah. the green for win and red yeah. for loss. Um, and grey for draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a, that's, that's correct. League One's approach to 0-0 draws is we just grey them out. Exactly. <laughs> I'll say this. Quite a lot of chances in this game, mm-hmm. despite their 0-0 scoreline. Yes. i also say maybe Joe Gallardo should have scored for the kickers. Which one? The one chance where it comes across to him. And he does a beautiful job of, like, chest it down, then turn this way, that way and then gets a shut off. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I, I mean, he does well to create the chance for himself, but I think uh, oh no, there's an even better one, isn't there? Where uh, the b- sh- long ball from Shinosky, uh defender misses it, and Gallardo is through. yeah That's
1: probably the chance. Yeah, the and
0: game. still a, a good, first good touch, mm-hmm. and then the keepers out, and it's safe Yeah, I changed my answer to
1: the second. That one That is the yeah. correct way to approach this game because yeah. I think the one you're talking about is the one where he like chess controls it, beats some people, then gets a shot off that's deflected and goes off the bar. Yes. I'm Not sure much else he could have done about that one, right? But the one yes. I think just I already before, retracted. No need yeah. to bully me. Just before the half. <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have liked that one to go. With. Win. But yeah. I, th- but I also think it would have been deserved because I do think Gallardo, despite moving out wide, maybe had more Ooh, yeah, of the we'll ball than we've seen, or at least had more of the ball in advantageous spaces.
0: Yeah, there was even a moment. Um, there's a chance early, early on. I think it's uh, when is it? It's about ten minutes in. Mm-hmm. It's a, the, the Muape chance. Yeah, it's Gallardo wide out on the left, and I think three players are drawn on to, drawn mm-hmm. over to him because I think he has a reputation in this yep. one at this point where maybe teams are worried about him, and he's able to not beat three players with some fancy dribble. He just like flicks it between them to Bame, mm-hmm. um, and then Bame is able to square it to Moape. So just the attention that he draws out on the left yeah. may be good. So what do you think of that move overall? The uh, so yeah, let's let's talk about the the, the change to the team, right? Yeah. It, it's been um, not in a positive or negative way. It's been predictable what the mm-hmm. kickers' shape and personnel will be. More or less, yeah. right? Like you could put you could put good money every game on a midfield three of uh, Maxi Rodriguez, Josh Hughes, and then Josh Go- uh, Joe Gallardo excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, farther ahead. We didn't get that in this game. No,
1: I mean there was there was a decent amount of change as you've already alluded to, because you have Maxi still in his usual spot, but Retslaff comes in as yeah. another central midfielder. Which is interesting, right? Because yep. I think of
0: Retslav as the Maxi backup. So mm-hmm. to see them both on the field at the same time. I thought might produce some interesting results. Maybe we'll talk about whether that worked or not later.
1: Sure. And then, uh, BAM, as you said, more of like an attacking midfielder. Yeah. Guy on the left, spot, right? on the right. And then Chin, who's been on the left, goes up top and is more of yeah. a central striker in this and, game. And
0: Jackson to the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you can get a kiss from Bulo in a post-match conference, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you're going to start every week.
1: No. I mean, especially, <laughs> to be fair, if that kiss was several weeks yeah, ago <laughs> and there weren't many goals since it then. It was.
0: I just got yeah. a lot of stocking kisses. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so how do we think it worked? Like, you, we've, we've sort of praised the Gallardo mm-hmm. Um experiment, I guess we would call it. Is it something we would like to see uh, keep on happening? Or would you rather get who I, the player, I would argue, is our most creative force mm-hmm. back to the middle?
1: I, I think it worked. I really do. I think it worked in conjunction with Muape on the right, because mm. while that was theoretically where they were, I saw Mawape go central a lot. I even saw moments where he and Gallardo combined on the left, and I thought some of that mobility caused a lot of problems. I also yeah. think your earlier point about Tucson players paying attention to Gallardo, that either like pulls people out of midfield, which did allow the to play through in a way that I think they haven't as many times oh, in the past that's
0: interesting if he's our most mm-hmm. like Mark's player or the player most people are scared of they're moving him wide literally moves opposition players out of the middle if they, yeah. fo- if they
1: follow him yeah. but if they don't then it creates 1v1s which he hasn't had because yeah. now he is 1v1 with the defender. so I think that put him in a better situation I don't know though if that was an intentional choice by David Bulo as in something that they had kind of worked on and practiced and decided or if it was that? more because we know Matthew Bolduc was injured so wasn't available in the game Wing yeah and i don't know how like soon before kickoff i don't i don't actually know if he even traveled for this game but okay. i do know that looking at the bench i believe jackson was the only kind of like purely attacking substitution they had yeah so i'm gonna guess that it was more of a we have a significant number of central midfielders who could play in this game we don't have <laughs> nearly, nearly as many wide attackers so we'll put gallardo out wide we'll put mawape out wide and we'll play three central midfielders okay
0: that makes sense to me do you want to talk about those three central midfielders sure how do we think the sort of the, the new look central midfield, at least mm-hmm. for this 2 game, of Rodriguez, Retzlaff and Baim looked? Uh,
1: I thought I thought Retzlaff especially uh, looked good. And I think, no disrespect to Hughes, but I thought just some of the mobility from Retzlaff and the way I, I felt like he got back to kind of support Maxi Rodriguez and to be another outlet for the centre-backs, I thought he did that a little bit faster because he's younger and probably a little bit faster. So
0: faster than Josh Hughes? Yes. Yeah. 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 It is often a problem that Maxi Rodriguez receives the ball and then everybody else is kind of upfield looking mm-hmm. to receive the pass but it's almost like watching the US against Venezuela the mm-hmm. other day where there's a line of opposition players in between and it's, it's a lot on Maxi Rodriguez to try and find that pass especially if the players haven't managed to get themselves open mm-hmm. so I think I and with you I, I prefer when a player maybe Comes deep and just gives us extra numbers in midfield yeah, like that. Yeah, but I, but or I in also think. deep thought, midfield for the past. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I got you. But I also think Maxi didn't drop nearly as deep either, at least True. not as routinely. And so I, I felt like on a number of occasions it was almost like a 4 2 3, like meh, like maybe like a 4 2 2 1. I don't know, something like that. I'm missing a player in there. But like, <laughs> I feel like you had two.
0: 4 2 2 1 with Guiado wide?
1: Yeah, something yeah. like that. But I think like you had those two more holding midfielders deeper, more routinely, and I think that was intentional. I think yeah. it was to have more outlets when you're trying to play quickly and when you're trying to kind of possess the ball. It's not just Maxi dropping between two center backs, and eventually Josh Hughes dropping back. But then you still only have one player to play through in the middle. Yeah. this gave you two players without losing Maxi because I felt like the center backs, especially Connor Shinovsky, uh looked to kind of play balls that were. More difficult for defenses. I yeah. thought there was one in the nineteenth minute where the kickers basically Shinosky like holds the ball and holds the ball, cuts it inside, plays a left-footed pass. It's a little, it's a little sloppy, but again, this is where Retzlaff's mobility helped. Retzlaff was able to just get like a toe poke to it. Yeah. He flicks it on to Bame, and then there's a counter that leads in a uh, ends in a Richmond kicker's corner off of a good shot by Chin. So I felt like the kind of ability to combine through the middle was definitely facilitated by having another midfielder in there.
0: So Retzlaff, we liked mm-hmm. Retzlaff. Excuse me, we liked. It's good to see him sort of in the team. Um, one thing we didn't like so much was maybe the lack of aggression we saw from the kickers a few times. Are you with me on this? Yeah, you're talking
1: about like the, like the one that stands out as the Akwe, yes. like thinking the ball is going out of bounds, then it doesn't, it gets poked yeah. away and he's, he's basically completely out of position. He tries yeah. to
0: just shepherd it out, but yeah, yeah, he's way out on the left at uh, the touchline mm-hmm. um, and instead a Tucson player just comes slide tackling through all aggression. Yeah. Like the, the level of aggression is like Akwe's at 10% and the Tucson player's at 110%. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean and, and like I would say that I agree with you, but then I also think there were moments when I kind of didn't like some of the aggression that I saw weirdly no. enough because I think very early on like maybe like the Inside the first 25 minutes or so, Maxi Rodriguez has to pick up a yellow card for a professional foul. He basically has to clip the the player's heel because it's a counterattacking opportunity. And we've seen that before for Maxi Rodriguez where he yeah. has to kind of pick up yellow cards to, like, cover and prevent counterattacks. But that yeah. can easily lead to red cards. But that's has... different
0: to winning 50-50s aggression, yeah. right? That's more like desperation, exactly. professional foul tackles. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, just, I think it's just stood out to me. It's like, I don't love that it seems to be Maxi Rodriguez who has to pick up these yellows. Well, yeah,
0: because the thing, I'm not, I don't know if we said this or not, but after that, Akwai mm-hmm. sort of... Casual shepherding out. Yeah. There's a chance created that is only ends up not being an actual shot on goal because mm-hmm. Maxi Rodriguez comes sliding in yeah. at the last minute to block it. Right? that's, that's
1: yeah. and to clarify, that's what triggered that thought yeah, about yeah. the yellow card is because I thought like if he weren't there that could have been very bad yeah. but also if he mistimes that tackle it's maybe a red card by itself but yeah. could have also easily well, been a It would be yellow.
0: a penalty kick yeah. but then there'd be no double jeopardy so you can't get a straight red for the penalty kick but it would be a yellow which would be a second yellow and it's bye bye Maxi. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Which we sure. do not want right? Yeah. We want Maxi Rodriguez on the field.
1: We certainly yeah. do. And he
0: did then turn to a quiet and mm-hmm. really uh, sort of Yell at him about yes. just get there and kick it out, or just get there and don't be casual. Yes, yeah.
1: yeah. He's the captain; he should be doing. That. He should be, and yeah. and should have been that moment because it was it was very casual, McQuay. Yeah. And I think which is weird,
0: right? Because normally he's really good at like going aggressively, stepping and winning. Mm-hmm. I, to me, it's it's kind of the um, the possession mindset is a thing that I think makes players casual, makes them a little a bit more ponderous and a bit slower. Why so, do you think that? Just because I, I think that, like, players prefer, like, when they have the ball, the kickers are a little bit slow moving it forward, right? So you're just getting that sort of slower mindset. And I when think, it's, like, all-out defending and it's a quiet versus someone that's a 50-50, I would back him. But when he just thinks he's going out of bounds, he's just going a lot
1: slower. I understand why it, it looks that way, but... At the same time, I don't think it should, though. Because yeah, if I don't you, think it, it should either. If, but if you're trying to play like possession-style system where you keep the ball and keep it moving, then ideally your players would all be like super alert and aware and moving and constantly working because you've yeah. got to be in open positions. Well, so, ideally,
0: and then we'd be top of you as well. I,
1: I guess my point, though, simply, <laughs> is that like if you're saying like the possession system makes them a little bit slower, makes them a little bit more ponderous, I would be inclined to say that I think that's maybe not necessarily the possession system, but the way the possession system is being played. Okay. And thus maybe the lack of movement and the lack of maybe showing from some players is yeah. what's maybe slowing stuff down.
0: All right, I'm not going to disagree with you. All right. Yeah, because I think we're still like this is a system in progress, yeah, right? and it's definitely not perfected because mm-hmm. otherwise we'd be winning a lot more games. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Speaking of winning a lot more games, yes, Kickers are back at home. They are on this Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what date that is. Is it June 15th? It's mm-hmm. 15th because Father's Day is 16th on the Sunday. There you go. Um, 7 p.m. kickoff, 7 p.m. Eastern, obviously because we're on mm-hmm. the East Coast. Um, Chattanooga Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. That's the opponent. Currently eighth in USL League One. Played 10 games, 12 points. Kickers are seventh. In USL League 1, 12 points, yes. played 11 games. We've mm. played one game more, we have
1: the same points. This is true. Uh, Chattanooga Red Wolves have previously come to Rich, uh, City Stadium this season. Kickers won 1-0. Uh, Daryl Grove, are you expecting more of the same? I'm hoping for more of the same. <laughs>
0: I mean, this is sort of a turning point in the season.
1: Yes. Would you agree? This will be the, the 12th game,
0: mm-hmm. so a dozen games. Um, I think... If we want to start moving up the table, mm-hmm. this is a game we have to win.
1: Agreed, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, if, if, especially if you want to be in the playoffs, if that's a conversation yeah. that we're hoping to have, which it certainly is. I'm sure the Red Army would like to have that conversation. Right. And talk some trash in the postseason. Top
0: four make the playoffs, by the yeah, way. Then, yeah,
1: then you've got to start winning these types of games. I mean, yes, as you said, game in hand, so level on points. But you would Chattanooga have a game in hand. That's what oh, I'm nice. saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So if you lose this game now, suddenly you're three points behind, and they still played a game fewer. So I think yes. this is a game that the Kickers have to win and. really... cannot afford to lose
0: and there's also well it'd be 12 games in like the system Mm -hmm. that David Bulo is implementing you would hope to see it fully in place by game 12 it's, it's long enough, right? Yeah, it's like I, a third I, of the
1: season. I, I would say so. I mean, I think you can make an argument that like you would have expected to see it even slightly earlier. Yeah, but I, I and think, we did see
0: glimpses, you know, mm-hmm. a few games in, and then it's maybe fallen off a little bit, and now we're and now we're back. So it's interesting to, yeah. I don't know, I'd almost like to see a chart of how we think the system is going.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, but I mean, I think like genuinely, like genuinely, you can only talk about like the system growing for so long before you've kind of got to see results, okay. and, and that's where I would like to see. A, a strong result this weekend would be ideal. <laughs> a strong result meaning a win. Yes, maybe a bit, a bit more extra
0: green on the uh, USL League One standings. That would also be good. Form guide. Um, in terms of the lineup, uh-huh. um, obviously we don't have a say in it. Mm-mm. But would you like to see, say, Joe Gallardo back out on the left again, or would you like to see him? back in yeah. his attacking midfield, central midfield role uh, in the kicker's 4-3-3 slash 4-1-4-1 shape?
1: I think I would. I- I'm surprised to I say. Left. Yeah, I think even I would. Even
0: say, fit and back?
1: Yeah, I mm. think so. I think I would like to see Gallardo and Mowape on the wings. I think okay. that, that just for the kind of problems that I mentioned previously, that I think defenders can either focus too much on Gallardo and that opens up space in the middle, or if not, then he's 1v1. But I also think Mowape coming over and like even just being a bit more central, I think it gets more both of them more involved, and yeah. I think that's only a good thing. Right. The question then is who starts at kind of that center attacking midfield position. Yeah, I mean, I so we didn't talk
0: about it too deeply, but Bame, I think of as a much more defensive-oriented player than Joe Gallardo. Um I don't haven't seen that much of him, but that's mm-hmm. my impression of him. So, I mean, just yeah. the, from the, like, like yeah. 90 minutes plus a couple of appearances, other appearances I've seen. Um, so it, it seems odd to me that he starts there. There's not really another super creative player apart from, say, Justin Grove, who's young and hasn't played much. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't... Know if I like that or not, mm-hmm. but if we suddenly start winning doing that, I'm okay with it. All right, <laughs> is that fair? Sure. What about the uh,
1: the thing of like? I R- think you might have to answer this one. Which one do you want to go to next? I think
0: actually, what I would like to see mm-hmm. is Rodriguez, Hughes, and Rutzlaff all in central midfield.
1: All right. Yeah. How is that different than adding name in there?
0: it's not but it's like all all of like I would actually then move uh, I would like change the shape a little bit Uh again I'm not picking the team so it's not going to happen but instead of sort of Bain being the farthest forward player I would almost have like a more classic 4-3-3 with Rodriguez Hughes and Retzlaff as a midfield triangle rather than one player farther
1: forward alright so then how are you getting goals how am I getting goals yeah um through
0: possession and then we open them up and then right. we get it out wide to Gallardo and he dribbles past a couple of people he slips in Jackson or Chin and it's 1-0 Richmond Kickers
1: no disrespect to Hughes but I hope that you are wrong okay. <laughs> in so, what you would like to see would you
0: like to see uh, Rodriguez, Retzlaff um, and Baim again?
1: I think so Yeah, I okay. think maybe give them another rep and see if that if that works a little better if you find more combinations because I did think the Kickers got some solid chances yeah. and I think could again with maybe a few more reps I do also think strangely it's kind of dependent on Kondoshinovsky being in there which is not necessarily a a, th- a thing I would have thought I was going to say after yeah. the first game of the season we we're very
0: critical of Shinovsky's lack of pace essentially in the first game but do- he's essentially set up to fail by that sort yeah. of press
1: and counter absolutely yeah. but I do think that he he's the defender out of all four defenders who I think is most confident or willing to try to play some long balls on the ground yeah. or not long balls but you get my point like 20-30 like yard line passes. passes yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. And, I, and I think to progress the ball at field. he really helps do that because then you don't have to have Maxi drop between the three which kind of pulls or between the two which pulls everybody else back if you can keep Maxi 15 yards for, further forward or even 10 yards further forward, yeah. then everybody else stays 10 yards further forward.
0: All right. Well, we don't get to pick the line up. Mm-mm. Coach David Bulow does. We'll see what he does on Saturday against Chattanooga Red Wolves. Once again, that's at City Stadium, 7 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Any closing thoughts, Mr. Taylor Rockwell? Nope. That's it for None me. None at all. Okay. It's a, it's a, rare, a rare occasion. Then I'll say thank you for taking the time to talk Richmond Kickers with me. And I think uh, we thought about the Cactus Pricks, but let's have the Red Army play us out. <laughs>